inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We quit. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is At The Core on American Family Radio. Welcome to At The Core with Walker Wildman and Rick Green. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach. Thrilled to be with you this afternoon. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to participate today, the phone number is 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. Of course, Walker covering on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and I've got Tuesdays and Thursdays. So glad to be with you on this Tuesday. Last Thursday... We had an interview with Daniel Horowitz, and I read the book over the weekend. It's called Rise of the Fourth Reich, uh, Confronting COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial, so this never happens again. It's actually Steve Dace and Daniel Horowitz together, and I got to tell you, come on, audience, I'm just being honest with you. I was blown away. Uh, I, 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 Honestly, I got pretty upset. I mean, chapter after chapter after chapter, as these stories came to light and came to life, uh, I, I wept, I grieved, uh, I, I got extremely righteously angry over the things that happened to people, to families, to individuals, to members of the military. That's probably the one that got me the most. Uh, I, I could not believe the stories of these medical professionals in the military that were completely shunned, ignored, told by top brass, we don't care what the negative results are. We don't care how many people are hurt. All we care about is vaccination rates. We want the the numbers up, no matter what it costs. It was a massive experiment. It was a massive, uh, you know, literally using the military to to push the mandates, to push the vaccine on the rest of the world because they could make the military guys do it and gals, uh, and and the things they did, ignoring completely ignoring what it was doing to pregnant women, what it was doing to women in general. Uh, the, the data, the science is shocking. It's absolutely shocking. And Steve Dace and Daniel Horowitz detail it in, in uh, honestly, horrific detail. They even say at the beginning of the book, you know, that they've limited how much they put in here because the human mind can only handle so much of this. You can, you can only handle so much before you really do get beyond upset. And uh, and so I just I, I just want to recommend the book to everybody. I want to thank Daniel for, for doing the interview last week. Uh, and I'm going to try to get Steve Dace on as soon as possible as well, because this is not a subject, and, and there may be some of you out there that are tired of me talking about this, but I just don't think it's a subject that we can let go of for the very reasons the book talks about, so that this never happens again. And, we, and when you realize just how bad it was, when you when you really see the level of evil that was perpetrated on on vulnerable people, I mean, that's another thing that got me upset, was just the the, the people that were... I mean, kids that needed transplants, people that had illnesses that could not get treatment because of these draconian measures and just just lack of compassion, not based on science, not based on any actual data. There was no reason to treat people this way. It was done out of fear and out of power and control, and people were hurt. People died. People uh, were not allowed to grieve with loved ones. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And uh, and I just I just I had to comment on it today after after finishing the book over the weekend. Um, and and again, what I recommend it: Rise of the Fourth Reich, 
confronting COVID fascism with a new Nuremberg trial so this never happens again. And that's the goal. Uh, thank you, Steve Dace and Daniel Horwich. Both these guys' friends, uh, Daniel, of course, a uh, really good friend, comes out and does our constitutional defense course all the time and uh, brings a lot of people with him. He has a lot of, uh, of wonderful uh, listeners and followers to his program, uh, Conservative Review, that he does over at The Blaze. And, and he, you know, he has great patriots that, that, that come with him, and they do the handgun and constitutional training with us, and they're clearly engaged. And so my, my hope is that this book by these two guys that, that, that have pretty good-sized audiences um, and then hopefully you know, magnified and amplified by folks like me and others that, that are going to talk about it, will get to enough people that we can, in fact, accomplish the things they put at the end of the book. They have a whole list of things for us to do, action steps for us to do, to make sure this never happens again. This is not going to be one of those situations, folks, where we can just say, I'm glad it's over. You know, man, that was a crazy three years. Can't believe what government did. Can't believe what the hospitals did. Can't believe what the doctors did. Can't believe yada, yada, yada. Can't believe what the pastors did during all of this insanity, but it's over. I'm glad it's over. Let's move on. You know, Rick, stop talking about it. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you're usually an optimistic, positive guy. You just keep, you know, you just keep wallowing in the mud on this, on this COVID thing. Well, the reason is so that it never happens again. There's a, there's a reason you have a Holocaust museum in DC and others around the world. There's a reason that these concentration camps around the world, many of them have been preserved to see the evil that happened there. There's a reason that in Poland, for instance, they are uh, more and more preserving these places where uh, Jews were hidden and, and where people made great sacrifice to save as many lives as possible during the Holocaust. You, you preserve all of that, just like any part of history, so that you can learn from it, so that you can prevent the evil from happening again. And, and if we don't make people aware, if people aren't aware of what happened, the causes, if they aren't aware of the inputs that produce the output, then they, can't, they won't be in a position to prevent the inputs again. They won't recognize the inputs again. It's kind of like with, with tyrannical government and, and, and with socialism and communism. It's like all of these people in America that, that fled here from other nations, they fled tyranny, they came from oppression. And they're the ones that immediately over the last three years have been the ones to stand up. I mean, they're they're not just raising a hand, man. They're they're flapping both arms. They're jumping up and down, and they're saying, "People, what are you doing? You're letting America slip into exactly what we fled." Well, why are they the first ones to do that? Because they remember it, they recognize it, they know what the negative inputs are that produce the negative outputs, and they see us doing those things, and they're going, no, we know what socialism looks like. We know how this leads to totalitarianism. We know that these economic controls from government don't work. We know that that health controls from government don't work. We know what this does. So they recognize it. Well, you know, I think we've got to be um, uh, smart about this right now coming out of the COVID crackdowns. We're not completely out. I mean, we still have governors that are declaring emergencies. We still have, you know, just now, supposedly, President Biden is not going to declare another COVID emergency. Supposedly, the emergency powers are finally going to end in May. We'll see. Um, but 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 we're not out of it yet. And and there's still people that want you to mask now over the flu and all of these things. And the, and the worst part is the jab now. The Center for Demented Confusion has now added this to the child childhood immunization schedule. This is criminal. It's absolutely criminal. It's going to cause injury and death for no perceivable benefit. 
There is no reason to require this of children. None of the data supports that. All of the data points to the fact that children are not susceptible to COVID. They should not be getting the vaccine. The benefits do not outweigh the risk. We should always do a cost-benefit analysis and a risk-reward analysis and, and make smart decisions, and that's not being done here. The only reason that the Center for Demented Confusion, known as the CDC, has added COVID, the COVID vaccine to the childhood immunization schedule so that six-month-olds will be injected with this poison. The only reason they have done this is because now it transfers that immunity to Big Pharma after the emergency authorization expires. Okay, so, so, so follow what's happening here. The whole reason they needed the emergency authorization in the first place, to get the immunity so the, so the Big Pharma could push this untested vaccine on the public, they wanted the immunity. They could get the immunity only if they did it under the emergency authorization statutes. They could only have the emergency authorization if they didn't let you know about the treatments. Because if there were any treatments that actually worked with COVID, then there was no emergency authorization. They wouldn't have been able to get it. This is why they lied about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and budesonide and just go down the whole list, right? This is why they could not let that stuff come out. This is why they canceled people like me and others that, that talked about these things. This is why they canceled medical professionals like Peter McCullough and Robert Malone and all the rest. They couldn't let you know about the treatments that actually worked because then you couldn't get the emergency authorization for the vaccines. Okay, so they, they accomplished their task. They, they lied and lied and lied, canceled and canceled and canceled, and forced this stuff onto the American people on behalf of Big Pharma. Well, now that the emergency authorization is finally wearing out after three years and, and they can't, you know, nobody is, is buying the fact that it's an emergency anymore and therefore they don't have the emergency authorization to give them the immunity. Now they have to get it into the childhood immunization schedule because then it triggers immunity for them. So that's why the CDC is sacrificing your children in order to protect Big Pharma. Now, that's a big statement. I get it. I know. I know. That, that is a big statement. A lot of people are going to ask how, how to back that up. Go read the fourth rise of the Fourth Reich, confronting COVID fascism with a new Nuremberg trial so this never happens again. Uh, I'm going to be pushing this book. I'm going to be encouraging people to read it because it, it, it's in the, in the you know, most, um, uh, you know, the quickest, easiest, most powerful manner. It summarizes all uh, so much of, not all, uh, so much of the evil that took place over the last three years. Phone number is 888-589-8840. If you'd like to participate in the program today, we'd love for you to call in uh, with your comments, questions, insults, maybe your stories. A lot of you have been impacted by this. Uh, the military part of this, I just, man, I, 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 the, the guys that and gals that were injured in the military as a result of this and forced to do this. I mean, we're talking, first of all, let's just back up and think about this from a logical perspective. We're talking about the healthiest people on the planet, right? We're talking about Navy SEALs helicopter pilots, uh, you know, rangers. I mean, people that go through the most difficult physical training you can imagine. Uh, if, you've, if you've ever read Marcus Luttrell's book or um, or some of the other books by Navy SEALs where they talk about the BUDS training or, or, or you maybe had known somebody that's gone through uh, ranger school or any of these other very difficult tra- – just these guys and gals are – tough all right and that's not just the the spec ops guys the special operations guys that's you know even even your your basic military member is going through some significant physical training and so we're talking about the healthiest people on the planet and that's who you're going to force this vaccine on and when you read this book rise of the fourth reich and you hear the stories of the of the military 
medical professionals that were trying to prevent this from happening, trying to prevent it from getting out of control, uh, you realize that that it was a big lab experiment. I mean, they, they quite literally sacrificed members of the military for the, the, the push of the vaccine, again, without scientific reason to do so. It was never the solution that they claimed it was going to be. Natural immunity, the real solution that, that got us out of Spanish flu in, 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 in 1918 and that, and that whole mess and every other major virus that we've dealt with, natural immunity was shunned, laughed at. Anthony Fauci mocked us for talking about natural immunity. Others mocked us and laughed at us for talking about natural immunity. When you go back 20 years and you play video of Anthony Fauci talking about the importance of natural immunity and how that's the key, uh, you wonder, what changed? What changed, Pope Fauci? What, what caused you to suddenly decide that, it was, that, that, that natural immunity is no longer uh, the, the, the powerhouse that, that it used to be and no longer is the tool that, that should be used? What changed? Could it be money? Could, could it be that? And I, I'm not trying to sound conspiratorial here, folks. I, I, I shun you guys. know. I talk about this all the time that, that we we on the on the right and the in conservative Christian communities too easily fall for the conspiracy stuff. We get distracted by it. We, we it's red herrings usually and we get consumed with it to the point that we aren't able to fight the real battle. And so when I say some of the things I'm saying right now, some of you may think, oh, Rick, now you're getting conspiratorial. No, everything I'm talking about right now is backed up by data and facts and and common sense. You just you're watching it happen out there. And so we watched that happen with our agencies, with the with the with the Center for Dominican Confusion, for the FDA. I mean, these agencies, and now they have come out and said. I mean, that was what was so important about the Project Veritas video. Uh, James O'Keefe, who I just, uh, by the way, another side note. Maybe we'll get into this in the next uh, next segment. But what a shame that Project Veritas employees and the board are have gotten rid of of James O'Keefe. I, and 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 I I, under, I understand the guy could be surly. Of course, he's a spy. My goodness, of course he's going to be someone that's difficult to work for, maybe or can be mean to you. Now, all my interactions with him have been positive. I, th- I always thought he was a nice guy, and uh, still do. And I think he's been one of the most important Americans of the last ten years. But the stuff he uh, he revealed with the Pfizer executive proves to us that it's a revolving door and that they're getting paid off to do the things that they're doing. The regulators are getting paid off. It's 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 just it's a disaster. And it, it's not complicated. It's not a conspiracy. It's real simple. They shouldn't be in this business in the first place. Show me in the Constitution where the federal government should be involved in health care at all. There should be no FDA, no CDC, no NIH. None of those things are constitutional. If you want them, then go get a constitutional amendment to authorize them. But look at the disasters that they have brought upon us. Now, in the next segment, we're going to talk solutions. How do we turn this around? Because we can. I don't want you to think I'm being negative today. We're going to talk about these core issues. We're going to hit the nail on the head, and we're going to talk about how to turn it around. So stay with us. Phone number's 888-589-8840. I'm Rick Green. You're listening to At The Core. For nothing is hidden that will not become evident, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. Cedar sinai Hospital in Los Angeles conducted a study which showed a spike in heart attack deaths. The hardest hit group? 25 to 44-year-olds. Young people in this age range saw a 30% increase in heart attack deaths. The number is so astounding, even NBC's Today.com covered the story. The evidence has mounted so much that even Goebbels, Inc. outlets are beginning to report it. Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Ladapo has already reported a 1,700% increase in vaccine-related adverse events. 
The nation must take heed. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for the Hamilton Corner or visit the podcast page at AFR.net for more from Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. This is Raising God the Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. Don't slouch. It will ruin your posture when you're older. Grandma's advice is always best. Think of slouching like tiny pebbles of pressure that build over time. After decades of slouching, the spine is compressed under the immense weight and becomes accustomed to incorrect, so much so that a healthy posture feels painful. While the spine is, well, literally the backbone of the body, how does this also connect to your girl's spiritual life? If her spiritual slouching looks like rarely praying, only opening the Bible during weekend worship services, and avoiding confession of sin, your girl will become more comfortable with not living for the Lord than walking in a godly posture. Consider connecting her with a trusted woman mentor for growth and accountability to turn her path back to God. Learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. And my father, your great-grandfather, fought in World War II. Really? He was a gunner on the big ship out in the Pacific Ocean. Wow. Your great-grandmother did her part, too. Was she on a ship? Oh, no. She stayed back home. She and a lot of her friends worked really hard in a factory because the men had gone off to war. And they held scrap metal drives to help in the war effort. The folks back home were heroes, too. Here at the American Family Association, we consider you the heroes back home. As you fulfill your responsibility of caring for your family day to day, your partnership with us is crucial as we fight the enemies of freedom in America. Thank you for your commitment to the American Family Association. Grandpa, what's a scrap metal drive? Let's get some cookies and I'll tell you all about it. At the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Now, back to At the Core on American Family Radio. We're back here on At the Core with Walker Wildman and Rick Green. Phone number 888-589-8840. We've been talking about this uh, new book just released, just came out last week, called The Rise of the Fourth Reich, Confronting COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial. So this never happens again, 100% needed. I, you know, I, I and I, I hope you got. I, I hope you, as listeners, know I am. I, I do not like being negative. <laughs> I am an. I'm an optimistic guy. I am always glass half full. I like talking about solutions. I don't like dwelling on the negative. But this thing has been so bad for so long, with so few people responding and paying attention, that it's it, it's almost like we got to rub our faces in it in order to understand the damage that's been done, and the importance to prevent it from happening again. I feel like it's very similar to, if you ever saw the movie Amazing Grace, an incredible movie about William Wilberforce and, and the end to slavery and just the decades and decades, just like John Quincy Adams fought here in America, Wilberforce was fighting in England. And there's this scene in the movie where Wilberforce is trying to get people to realize what an evil this is and how horrible it is. And so he's on this little this this tour boat and and they're going down the 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 channel there and and everybody's dressed to the nines they're all fancy you know the ladies got their little umbrellas and everybody's all fancy and dressed up and he has the the driver steer the boat over to this slave ship and and he bumps right up next to it 
and at, even as they're getting close to it, they, they start to smell the, the stench of death and disease, the horrific nature of what existed on those slave ships. And the, and the ladies are starting to get sick, and the guys are, I mean, everybody's just like, I mean, literally just getting sick because it's so, it's so awful. What's he doing? He's rubbing their face in it. He's making them see the evil that has, is, not only has existed, but is existing right there in their neighborhood, that's existing right there in their country. And it was a wake-up call. That's happened. We've, we've done that with abortion. You know, there's been times where we've had to show and talk about just how awful the procedure is. Just, you know, it's not enough to say you're ending an innocent life. People just don't compute it anymore, or some people don't. And so when you talk about the death of the unborn and the, and the murder of the unborn, it's not enough. And so for some people, they had to actually see the body parts. It was the harvesting, I think, of the organs. Whenever that was uncovered, thank you to the sting operations once again, when that was uncovered and we, and we found out that they were literally selling the body parts of these babies from abortions, and, and, and that came out, a lot of people that had not previously awakened, they woke up. It was nasty. It was awful. It was evil. It was so disgusting. It's happening now with the whole transgender thing and the and the drag queen story hours and and all of that stuff. The reason people are sharing those videos on social media, it, it's so disgusting to watch that stuff. If you got any sense of of right and wrong, if you have any sense of the laws of nature and nature's God, when one of those videos comes along of a man dressed as a woman in in ridiculous clothing, doing the kind of dancing that they're doing. It should turn your stomach. It should be a stench in your nostrils because it violates the laws of nature and nature's God. It's disgusting to God, so it should be disgusting to us as followers of God. Well, same thing when it comes to this COVID fascism that has happened over the last three years. The fact that we would let children die, that we would we would force people to be alone, that we would separate elderly couples and make them you know, somehow try to embrace through these plastic walls. The kind of stuff that we did was off the charts insane. As I would walk through, and even now sometimes, it boggles my mind, as as I would walk through the airport and often see, but now once in a while see, families with their children not only masked but wearing the, the ridiculous shields. So not only do they have the children masked, they have shields. Everybody in the family looking like they're, you know, some crazy form of Darth Vader uh, walking through the through the airport, making their children completely fear every other human being. Now, friends, listen, if, if we had a, a complete, you know, apocalyptic uh, Ebola-type outbreak where 50% of the people that, that came in contact with the virus died, so the people are literally falling out, dropping left and right, if that was the situation, the, my dialogue would be totally different. My tone would be different. The, the, the kind of measures that we would need to take would be completely different. But we were lied to, and, it was, and we were treated as if that was what was happening when we were nowhere near that. This whole thing with COVID, with a 99.9% survivable uh, survivor rate, where it's no kidding exactly what Donald Trump said it was going to be, not much worse than a bad flu year. It's right on par 
with a bad flu year, when you truly get it down and dig into the data, when you actually get good data, which we're still having a hard time getting, all those things, it's, it's a bad flu year. Nasty virus, no question about it. I believe today that it's a bio web, it was a bioweapon, and, and it wreaked havoc on the world, and yes, it was bad. It, 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 it wreaked havoc on my family, nearly killed my dad. Uh, my wife and I were, were knocked out for two weeks. In fact, for a while there, I wasn't sure she was going to get over it. And, and, and so, you know, thankfully, we got the monoclonals. Thankfully, we had ivermectin. I mean, we did the things necessary to get better. So I'm not, I'm not saying it wasn't bad. But, but compared to an Ebola, compared to a situation where you would, in fact, do all of these crazy measures, where you would, in fact, avoid other people, where you would, in fact, mask and wear shields and all that, we were not even in the same universe as that kind of stuff. And yet they scared you and they scared your doctor and they scared your teacher and they scared your pastor and they made us act like absolute sheep and morons, honestly, when you get down to it, the things that the things that we did. And this book brings it out. And and not only the silly stuff, but the the stuff that cost lives. People died, not because of the virus, but because of the totalitarian nature of, of what the medical community and government did throughout this thing and it cannot happen again and i and i love the way the book has been written it's it's like a trial it reads like a trial they, they quite literally make their case like a nuremberg trial type situation and then they and they call the witnesses and they actually have some of the witnesses read their part i listened to it on audible and i and i really enjoyed the way that it was done um and and you know it, it's it's overwhelming it will convince you to be active in this and they give a whole long list of of action steps that we can take to make sure this never happens again. And one of those that that, that I want to uh, highlight uh, before we, this segment's over and before we go to the phones is to stop the medical kidnapping. Do not allow another medical kidnapping of a child in this nation that's supposed to be free and that's supposed to believe in the laws of nature and nature's God and parental rights. Do not let it happen again in this nation. They even mentioned the case of, of uh, my dear f- friends and, 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 and the family um, of baby Cyrus and, and what happened to them. Unbelievable what happened in this case. This is a Patriot Academy family. out of They were from Idaho. They now live in Florida where this child was kidnapped by the government um, for no re- no good reason whatsoever. It was because some medical per- personnel and a social worker decided to play God and decided they were they were better than the family. And this is a, a wonderful family. This is not your aberration. This is not your neglectful family. This is not a bunch of meth heads sitting around letting their kids starve to death. You know, everybody thinks that that's always the case whenever CPS and the state steps in. And in those situations, 100%, there is a role to play for the government, and there is a role to play for us as a community to step in and rescue children out of those horrific situations. That is not what this was, and it's not what happens most of the time when these kids are kidnapped by the government. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's literally a child trafficking operation happening out there. And again, I, I know that sounds like to many of you hyperbole. That sounds like exaggeration. I'm telling you, I've looked into these cases back when I was a state rep. I dealt with some of these cases. It's gotten far, far worse. And for baby Cyrus, it was, it was incredibly bad. Thankfully, they picked on the wrong family. And my, my buddy Diego was not a guy to go down uh, without a fight. And they got baby Cyrus back and it became national news. We raised a lot of money for them to, to help uh, pay for the legal bills, to help fight this and thankfully they got their their child back but this medical kidnapping is happening during covid uh and they're using they've proven with many of the cases that were done during covid that they will use this to take your children and they will use this this uh, these medical 
uh, theories, quite literally, because it's not actual science, uh, to use the state to overrule your rights as a parent. And so one of the solutions, one of the things that has to happen to prevent this, one of the things that's got to come out of the Nuremberg trial of today to prevent this from ever happening again is that we need to pass laws in every single state, not just at the federal level. This needs to be done at every in a, at the state level in every single state, laws to prevent medical kidnapping of children. And 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 this is a this is a very very important cause. I'm at, and, and full disclosure, I serve on the board of, of ParentalRights.org. Very engaged in a lot of these battles to try to try to prevent this from from ever happening again. But folks, we've got we've got serious work to do. It can be done. We absolutely live in a still in a constitutional republic. Elections still work. Of course, there's cheating. Of course, there's people going to try to steal the election. Every that's been that way since the dawn of time. Since at least at least since the dawn of elections. So we're not going to give up and check out because of that. We're going to stay involved in the fight. It can be done, but it's going to require a shift of our focus. We cannot just enjoy the blessings of liberty anymore. We have to be engaged in the fight. We have to be willing to give of our lives, fortune, sacred honor. We have to be willing to give of our time, give of our money, give of our reputation. We've got to be willing to stand up and say, not on my watch. Not on my watch will this ever happen again. And I'm going to, on my watch... Make sure that, that, that laws are put in place and safeguards are put in place to prevent this from ever, ever happen, ever, ever happening again. All right, folks, I've ranted long enough. Let's get to the let's get to the um, uh, uh, get to the phones. OK, Warren in Texas will be our first caller of the day. Let's see. Uh, guys, I'm having trouble on my software side. If War- I had to uh, reboot there. So if Warren is still available, you got, y'all can go ahead and uh, connect him. Uh, Warren, if you're there, you're our first caller of the day. Go ahead. Yes, this is Warren. I, uh, I'm a pharmacist, and I began to study about ivermectin, and uh, I learned that how effective it was. That frontline, what was that? Front, frontline doctors, you know, frontline, yeah, yeah. And, and there's a, I think there's Those a frontline people. pharmacist as well. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I like to think I'm one of them, but not official. Um, <laughs> anyhow, I it just amazes me how much how many lies they told. It's the same thing with the Biden administration from A to Z. Why is he not being impeached for failure? Total failure. To do his duties in so many ways, I can't. I mean, I can't even start talking about it. He's not protecting well, that. You know, I, I, I think Warren. I mean, first of all, thank you for being a pharmacist that was willing to actually follow the science, to actually, you know, use your your brain, right, and 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 have deductive reasoning and say, is this working? Is this not working? I mean, you're you're probably hearing back from the people that you're um, fulfilling that prescription for. And 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 I'll and I'll say this one. In fact, let me ask you a question. If you're still with me, Warren, you still there? Sure. I okay. Am good. Here. So, so what did it surprise you? How many pharmacists were unwilling to fulfill the prescriptions that the doctors were giving them? I, I had a doctor in Dallas get very upset. The doctor that, that saved my dad's life get very upset with some pharmacists because they would not prescribe. You know, whatever it was, uh, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, any of these different treatments, because a lot of these doctors were trying different things, right? There's no silver bullet. They were try, yeah, they would try all kinds of things, uh, and 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 there right. were pharmacists that, that just absolutely companies like CVS and others that just said no, we're not going to fulfill it. I uh, am retired. I do work in you know once a month. I do a certain review. Anyway, the point is, I really don't know what all of the pharmacists. We've been doing, you know, gotcha. out in the retail stores. Yeah, but yeah. 
Well, I, and I, you know, I know this. You you said you're in Texas, right? Right. You're you're in, you're in Texas. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know what part of Texas yeah, you're in. Waco area. Waco. Okay. So north uh, northeast of you is a state senator named Bob Hall, and Bob's actually a Patriot Academy grad. So I, I let my bias be known here. Uh, but but Senator Hall. He actually he went to the mat over this as soon as it happened. He 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 went after the the Texas Pharmacy Board, the Texas Medical Board, all of them that were preventing people from being able to get to these these treatments. And thankfully, he knocked down some walls and 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 made it possible. That was summer of 2020 um, that 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 he started doing that. So we had it a you know we had it really bad here in Texas in some ways, but we had it better than some places because of of guys like him and guys like you and others. Uh, that were willing to, you know, willing to engage. But man, what a what a what a crazy thing um, that we would have, you know, that that that, that the, the 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 narrative because of Anthony Fauci's, you know, um, snide remarks about ivermectin, uh, you know, just being horse paced or whatever, or you're not a horse or whatever the other things that yeah. were that they said. Uh, you know, it was just <laughs> that was a great, dumbest statement. It was, it was, and and it kept, think about how many people didn't get treated with something that would have worked not that it works 100 percent of the time as you know you know it's, it's i mean i've seen studies show 80 to 90 percent efficacy but i mean even if it was 50 percent you know and even if it was horse paste i mean it's basically the same stuff if you do it the right dosage but I, I just could not believe that they that they would prevent people from being able to use something that billions of people have used and that has been used for all kinds yeah. what do you call it whenever you um when you when you use a, a a medical treatment like that for something that it wasn't originally created for, it's like off, a cross off label. They call it off label prescribing, and doctors do it all the time with yeah. all kinds of drugs because it's how you make progress trying things. And Amen. you know that's what we do. There's a lot of that done. There's nothing Amen. wrong with it. Yeah, uh, good stuff, Warren. God bless you, man. Thanks for calling in. I, I appreciate you calling in today. Thank what you. a great, what a great example. I mean, that's uh, you know, there you go. You can hear it in his voice, right? Just common sense. It's like I, 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 I paid attention to what was working and what was wasn't working, and saw that, uh, you know, that it was working for for a lot of people. Um, and 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 that's I guess that's part of the the, the problem here is that it's so cheap, right? Hydroxychloroquine, uh, ivermectin. These were very cheap treatments and so because they were and and, and uh ivermectin not quite as cheap as hydroxy but um they they super cheap compared to remdesivir and these other things that were incredibly expensive and killed people didn't work killed people uh you know why why would there is no benign explanation for what happened and that was hard for me to come to terms with folks i gotta tell you i have dismissed so many conspiracy theories and so many you know negative outlooks that when all this came down, I had to, man, it took me a while to, to actually finally come to the point where I said there's no there's no benign explanation for this. And Steve Dace and Daniel Horowitz lay it out in this book, Rise of the Fourth Reich. All right, a lot more of your calls to get to. we got to take a quick break, though. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach. You are listening to At The Court. When you hear this, this is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow 
political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net. And sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. Forget about Facebook. The last 10 days we've been banned twice and is unbanning a word. They put us under the ban. Christians and conservatives don't need you, YouTube. Banned one day, banned again. AFR programs are now live streaming on the AFA streaming app. Now you can get shows like today's issues straight from the source. Put back on the next. Just say unbanned. Unbanned. Just search AFA streaming or visit streaming.afa.net to sign up. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare parts A and B looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65+. Here's the number, 833-45-BIBLE. That's 833-45-BIBLE, 833-45-BIBLE. Welcome to Apologetics with Carl Kirby. What comes to mind when you hear New Age Movement? Flower children meditating with crystals next to a Volkswagen van. Well, that caricature may be long gone, but New Age ideas permeate contemporary culture. Popularized in the 1960s and stemming from Eastern religious philosophies, the New Age movement promotes the pantheistic view that God is in everything and in everyone. We can tap into this spiritual energy to experience a higher consciousness on the pathway to becoming God ourselves. The coming Age of Aquarius supposedly will usher in a new spiritual utopia. But as the late Billy Graham said, the New Age movement, with all of its aberrations, is actually not new, but only the latest attempt by man to place something other than Christ inside himself in a futile attempt to satisfy spiritual longings. Exactly. And there's another reason why New Age philosophy is dangerous that we'll discuss next time. For more information, go to hopetools.net. Stay warm. This is At The Core on American Family Radio. With your host, Walker Wildman. Welcome back to At The Core. Rick Green hosting for you this afternoon. I am uh, so thankful that you are here. And I, and I apologize. Just, you know, I, I, I don't mean to be negative and angry. I hope it's a righteous anger. I, I hope you realize this is a necessary thing that, that we have to recognize just how evil this has been. Uh, and we have to make sure that it doesn't happen again. It's easy if it didn't happen to you to, to, to just kind of blow it off and say, I'm glad it's over. I can now go to the park. I can now go to my church. I can now go to the grocery store. I can do all the things that I wasn't able to do. But if you, if, if someone in your family, if a loved one in your family was killed as a result, result of this, if someone in your family is now neurologically injured as a result of this forced jab, uh, if, if, if someone in your family you know, died from COVID because they weren't able to get the treatments that they needed or someone in your family was not able to, to grieve or you had someone that you couldn't even attend their funeral, if those kind of things happen to you, then you feel the same frustration and, and righteous anger that I'm I'm expressing right now because you, you've been there. And this book will bring that to life for you if you read it. Let's head back to the phones. William in Oklahoma. 
William in Oklahoma is up next. Hey, man, thanks for calling in. What's your comment or question today? Well, my comment is um, one of my friends, I was best man at his wedding, and he passed away. He took every shot, every booster there was, and he called 911 11 times. He took the test mm. up his nose more than 15 times. He would throw in mm. fraud about it and scared about it, but eventually, somehow or another, he caught it in the nursing home. Mm. And then after that, he, uh, they said something about he had it in his lungs. And it's like the dummy down of America. I'm 74 years old. I knew what immunity did. They said it was a vaccine. It was not a vaccine, but everybody went along with it. America was warned over and over again before this happened. It's from other countries. You never listen. As far as horse medicine is concerned, there was two people keep on repeating that. There also, this is not the first time this happened. If you look back in history, AMA, there was a Dr. Hodsey who came out with a deal that that was supposed to cure it, and they tried to blame uh, of, of uh, cancer. And that that was the history. Everybody overlooked it, just listened to it. Uh, so it's all about greed. But but anyway, what I was yeah. saying, we knew better. Uh, and it was the dummy down, uh, listening to them say that. And there are people in Walgreens today, people are taking their kids and getting them shots. And I, I don't know if I could step in and say everything. And besides that, oh, yeah, he signed himself into a mental institution because he would get, they were going to charge him $32,000 for his mm. treatment. Man. He said, oh. oh, I'm so afraid of the COVID. He, they say the state will pay for it. The state, yeah. Oklahoma State, $32,000. So I'm not talking this by, I'm, 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 I know right in, oh, so, I mean, so, and yeah. the Senate and Trump did all of this, but we can't come up to, we don't know what to do. Well, I mean, William, I'm you telling know, you, man. Like yeah, no, everything you're saying is uh, is is multiplied by thousands and thousands of people that experienced exactly what you're talking about, millions. And that, and that's the real crime is is that, like you said, we knew. We knew better. We saw the warnings. We saw the things happening around the around the world and should have learned from it. And, and we just we ignored all of it, just like just like you're saying. And your friend, I mean, I, I, I grieve just hearing that story, the, the level of fear that they were placed into and then the lies that they were given about. I mean, how many times did the president and others say, if you get the shot, you won't get COVID. Remember those promises? Emphatically on the CNN special, standing there on stage, if you get the shot, you won't get COVID. An absolute lie. And and now how many people, after all the boosters and all the tests, just like you're saying, and shoving that stuff up their nose and everything that, the, that everybody went through, and they still got it. And we said from the beginning, we said from the beginning, don't do all of this stuff. Let the natural immunity happen. Let the healthiest people stay out in the workplace and stay out in the in the public square and get this and so that that natural immunity happens and you get the herd immunity. I mean, all the things we've always done with a virus, completely ignored. There had to be a nefarious plot behind this whole thing, and that's what Steve Dace and Daniel Horowitz point out in Rise of the Fourth Reich. Everything that William just said, they, they give specific examples of exactly that kind of thing happening in the book. All right, let's, do, uh, let's go to Karen in Alabama. Karen in Alabama, you're up next. Thank you so much for calling in. Go ahead. Hey, Karen, can you hear me? Did I lose you? All right, I think we lost Karen. I tell you what, I, w- I want to give you some of the solutions because I'm down to just about ten minutes here, and and in uh, the back of the book, 
of Rise of the Fourth Reich is all solutions, things we can do. Uh, it's actually called Make the Nuremberg, Nuremberg Code Great Again. <laughs> all right, just think about that for a minute, right? Um, and, and, and I love this. I'm just going to read straight from the book for you. The first step in repentance is acknowledging the sin, asking forgiveness for it, and resolving to place barriers against a relapse in, into its commission. To that end, every legislative body from county uh, county council and state legislature up to the U.S. House and Senate must pass a resolution apologizing for going along with this form of, of democide we incurred the, the past few years. They must apologize for the lockdowns, the closure of schools, the violation of human rights, the denial of early treatment, promotion of dangerous experimental therapeutics, and forcibly masking human beings. Specifically, the resolution must concede the following points. Lockdowns and masks provided only pain and no gain against the virus and must never be used again. Man, I just want to underline that, emphasize that. I'm reading directly from Rise of the Fourth Reich, Confronting uh, COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial So That This Never Happens Again. It's by Steve, my friends Steve Dace and, and Daniel Horwitz. Horwitz we had last week. We'll get Steve Dace on soon. But this is the appendix. We're moving into solutions. And this is first got to happen, the apology. You know, there's a lot of people that have said once the truth came out about all this, oh, we just need to get over it. We need to hug and make up and everybody. No, 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 no. First, there's got to be an apology. First, you got to acknowledge what happened here so that it never happens again. Second thing they say the resolution must concede, the COVID injections must immediately be terminated. Now, why are they saying that? Because the data is overwhelming. Tens of thousands in the VAERS system already that have died from this. We stopped the insanity with the swine flu vaccine in the 1970s after 53 deaths. In fact, one state had three deaths, and they immediately stopped it. Several other states did, and then ultimately stopped nationally in the, in the, in the push from the, from the feds um, after 53 deaths. The COVID injections must immediately be terminated. And those tens of thousands in VAERS probably represent 120th to 130th of the actual deaths, which means you're probably looking at anywhere from 200,000 to 600,000, depends on the, you know, it's just hard to tell because VAERS is not a, a you don't get most of the actual uh, injuries and deaths. Okay, third thing that the apology must include, doctors must never be prevented from prescribing FDA-approved drugs with long-established safety profiles. So this is what, uh, and I apologize, I forgot the guy's name that was a pharmacist from Texas already, but um, but what he was talking about, where something's been on the market forever and and, and been used by millions, if not billions of people, with, with, with hydroxy is billions of people, ivermectin, I forget how many, and, and doctors should be able to test this stuff out and use this, and when it's working, prescribe it. And that's what that's saying. Um, fourth, a fund must be created to research the scope of vaccine injury, the best methods for treating it, and monies must be dispensed to compensate those who were injured. 100% agree with this. And, and there ought to be massive billions of dollars ponied up by the people that were enriched by this. So Pfizer and Moderna and all these corporations that made tens of billions of dollars should have to pony up to fund this. Um, and, and, you know, listen, if you had, the, if you got the jab because you were forced to by your job or just out of fear because of all the things that you were hearing and the things that were being, you were lied to about, there are treatments coming. There's a lot of, a lot of detoxing that's being made available. Thank you, Dr. Peter McCullough, who will be on this program tomorrow afternoon. You don't want to miss this. Make sure you tune in to at the court tomorrow afternoon. Walker's going to actually be interviewing Dr. Peter McCullough. So the treatments for, for, uh, for people to help them detox from this thing. Very, very important. That's going to be a big part of our discussion over the next few weeks and months and, and years, frankly. Uh, fifth item they've got listed here. Nobody should ever be denied a career, education, medical treatment, military service, or any public accommodation on account of not opting 
to endorse or partake in a particular medical treatment. Wow. I mean, that, that should have been common sense, right? That should have been just a, a fact of the laws of nature and nature's God in a free society. That should have already been uh, the, the, the rule. Uh, so absolutely, they're saying we've got to we've got to put this in stone. All of the COVID shot manufacturers must be investigated for falsifying clinical trials and withholding information concerning safety and efficacy, and should face indictment or fraud depending on those findings. Folks, that's another part of the book that that brings this out. Of course, I've been following this for a while; I already knew it, but it's the the book documents it well. There was so much fraud. There was so so many lies to to get this stuff to market. And, and as that comes out, there has to be not only investigation, there has to be prosecution of the people that did it. Lastly, individuals within government agencies must be held accountable for the gain-of-function research that likely created the virus, for the devastating and failing response measures to the virus, and for working with the pharmaceutical companies on the fraudulent vaccine program. Couldn't agree more. 100% that's got to be done. And, and that means... Anthony Fauci and and the others that were part of creating this virus in the lab and funding it and being a part of all that, they need to be brought to trial. It absolutely, that's the only way you're going to stop it from happening again. Otherwise, it will happen again. Okay, so that's the, the, you know, these apologies, this apology needs to take place that will spell, and then part of the apology needs to spell out, they say, and I agree, unambiguously, the rights that are that are we now recognize and should have recognized before so that they're never infringed upon again. Here's what those rights are. The right of every citizen to move freely without being restrained or forcibly vaccinated or masked in violation of his bodily integrity. The right of every citizen to responsibly open his or her business without government deciding which ones are essential. The right of every citizen to worship freely during a declared emergency. The right of every American child to attend school without physical and psychological abuse or threats of those. The right of every citizen to be shielded from government monitoring of his medical privacy. The right of every citizen to move freely and to be free from any quarantine, absent evidence of illness or direct exposure to a quarantinable virus, not a respiratory virus. And so that's a lot of big fancy words to basically say we've never quarantined the healthy before in history. And yet we did that with this thing insane that we did that but we did and so we, we should not you that, that should be absolutely illegal you should not be able to do that uh, the right of every citizen to access basic employment and goods or services without being forced to inject any medical intervention or material into their bodies and lastly the right of every citizen to sue for damages resulting from injury from a particular medical device that is either funded by or promoted by government get rid of this immunity i i'm a ronald reagan fan got a kid named after reagan got another one born on his birthday had a dog named dutch made a documentary on reagan i'm a reagan fan but reagan was wrong in signing the law that gave immunity to these pharmaceutical companies for vaccines all right uh let's see a couple other uh, things in the in these action steps that need to be taken i, I want to close out with actions things we can do okay there's a lot more here you got to read the book the rise of the rise of the fourth reich we need a constitutional amendment banning all medical mandates government should never be able to coerce you into a medical procedure okay that needs to be a constitutional amendment i fully support that we need reparations and care for the vaccine injured we need the right to treat and access treatment We need no mandates for schools. We need a right to medical privacy. We need to clip the wings of state and county health departments. I'm just hitting the highlights here, folks, so that you'll go read the details and start learning about how you can make this happen in your community, how you can help get these things passed, how you can be part of these solutions that every single one of us need to be focused on and be a part of. 
Uh, let's see here. Audit all gain-of-function research. Man, that needs to be done, and I'm hoping this Republican majority Congress will do that. Repeal liability for drug companies. I already mentioned that's got to be done. Uh, end the conflict. Uh, end conflict of interest in drug approval. So this is the whole thing with the revolving door I was mentioning earlier that James O'Keefe uncovered with Pfizer, where we know you know you've got this revolving door where the regulators. Are, are you know the the politicians end up going and becoming the and the politicians and the regulators end up going and working for these big pharma companies and getting the payoffs after they approved the very things that they were supposed to be regulating on our behalf and looking at it on our behalf that's got to end transfer public cures research from the medical cartel to study off label already approved drugs now folks if you've taken one of my constitution classes you already know i actually point out the constitution does not authorize funding of scientific research it actually authorizes in Article One, Section 8 that, that you promote the progress of science and the useful arts. You do that. You promote those things by protecting the inventions. The only proper role of the government in all of this is patents, copyrights, and trademarks. Protect the intellectual property of those who invent things. That's it. Pre- give them the incentive and the ability to profit from the things that they create, and the market will take care of the rest competition in the market will cause companies to create good products and liability for bad products will prevent them from putting a bad product on the market or cause them to quickly get a product off the market if something's wrong with it that they didn't realize hope that makes sense the market will do a far better job of regulating those things and 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 produce that's why we have the inventions that we have and all of the things that the that the american free market enterprise created and and we've we've ruined that in healthcare. We've absolutely ruined it because of government intervention, government friction in the market, government violating its jurisdictional limitations in the United States Constitution. That is the source of all of this pain. COVID is not the source of all of this pain. It's the overreaction and the government outside of its actual constitutional jurisdictions reaction that created the pain. We could have dealt with COVID. We could have dealt with it just like we have viruses throughout history. And yes, there would have been you know, death, there would have been pain, there would have been sickness, but we would have solved it so much faster and there would have been so far less of, of the pain if government had not overstepped its bounds. All right, folks, enough of my ranting about this today. Go read the book, Rise of the Fourth Reich, Confronting COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial So This Never Happens Again. Steve Dace and Daniel Horowitz. I'll be back with you on Thursday. Got a lot of great interviews for you on Thursday. Sure appreciate you listening to At The Core. I'm Rick Green. You've been listening to At The Core with Walker Wildman and Rick Green. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.